Hello ladies, my name is Anne and welcome to Ladies Alcove. First of all, I just want to give a quick disclaimer. I have been sick for what feels like an eternity. So if my voice sounds a little different or a lot different, that's exactly why. So in the last episode, I was it was a very old um, recording that I just didn't feel was the right time to share. But when I shared it is when I shared it. But in that episode, I talked about how I listened to or I watched a video by Alan Parr. And in, and he talked about how for singles, it can be a little difficult to hear people who are in a relationship say that it's worth the wait or, you know, different things like that. For us single people, we've heard this several times. We've heard it a lot of the times, right? So he was making the point that for people who are in relationships, although they are in a current relationships, it doesn't necessarily invalidate their advice for single people because they were single. And hearing that testimony or that episode or that YouTube video kind of impacted me to share my personal relationship with the Lord as it was at that time. That's exactly what I did. You guys heard what I was saying. I was just, you know, talking about how it was really difficult and how God led me to a, um, a chapter in Ecclesiastes and I read it for you guys. It was, you know, that's just how it went. The whole idea was that I didn't want to be like going through certain things spiritually and then only share later on what I have learned when whereas I could share where I was spiritually in that moment and that could empower someone else who is going through exactly what I'm going through. A lot of the times we tend to try to isolate ourselves, warm up by ourselves, but that's not really what the Bible teaches. I know sometimes we have to go through a wilderness period alone and that's just something that we have to deal with with God by ourselves but sometimes we do have to be vulnerable and share what we are going through because that's what's going to help us grow and also help others grow as well so that's what I was doing but now this episode is going to be a little bit different anyways I received a question I received a message with a question that was very interesting to me and it kind of was the opposite of what I was expressing in the previous episode of the podcast. So the question I got was, how do you keep your relationship with God so strong? When I first got that question, I was thinking, who child? <laughs> it's not even, it's, I don't even feel that way. You know, like, I don't think anyone would go and say, or be super strong and say that, I really, really have a strong relationship with God. I don't, I mean, I guess in certain situations or certain seasons of life, one might feel emboldened to say that. But just like in any relationship with human beings, your parents, your friends, your significant other, there are ups and downs in your relationship with God. But this young lady was really seeking an answer because we usually talk about God and different things like that. So I thought about my answer for a little bit and I decided to give her some of the different points or different things that I have done throughout this really difficult year of my life, which is 2022. And um, I wanted to share it with you guys. 
I don't think I've necessarily gone in depth about um, how difficult 2022 was, but it was very difficult for me mentally, emotionally, definitely spiritually. There were there was there were several months I was just really mad at God. It was just very difficult. But I just love the fact that the Lord has kept me strong throughout this whole ordeal and that I have continued to hold the hand of the Lord, even though I was definitely very ready in many occasions to just let go. So I'm going to share these tips and I hope that they are definitely a blessing to you guys because looking back, I see how they were a blessing to me unfortunately or maybe fortunately is that it can be tough it can definitely be tough i think that sometimes we have this idea in our minds that once we have a a solid routine like we wake up in the morning we read our bible we sing a song we pray and you know different things we take prayer walks or whatever it is that we may do listen to worship music that things are just automatically going to always be that way we're always going to have faith in the lord but that's just not how it works it's just life that at some point you're just going to be in a situation where you really don't know what the Lord is doing. It's just going to be tough. And it's going to seem like there are times where those songs are really going to relate in a way that's never been relatable to you. That's just how it is. Our spiritual walk with the Lord is going to be tough. So if you are in a situation where you really feel like your relationship with the Lord is waning, it's like holding holding on to the lord is like holding on to a rope of sand or a piece of string or it's not even there but you desire it understand and have the understanding that it's going to be tough the important thing about it is for you to get back up and the whole bible is filled with stories of men and women who have gone through some things have sinned have felt like their relationship with the Lord was far away because of their sin, like ran away from the Lord. And in these situations, the Lord is trying to get back to his children. So he draws his children to him. And that's just how the cycle continues. But the thing is, when these men have sinned, they always, well, not always, because, you know, there's a lot of wretchedness in the Bible. But when these men and women have sinned, the Lord calls them back. They return to the Lord and reestablish the relationship and the connection that they have lost. So that's what I was thinking mostly when my friend asked me that question. Sometimes we tend to look at someone and be like, for example, a pastor or a conference president or whatever, a leader in the church. And we think that, wow, they're in that position their relationship with the Lord is strong, but really a relationship with the Lord is strong uh, depending on how you really look at it. But essentially it's strong because when you do fall, when things do get tough, which they will, it's not even a maybe, it's a, it will get tough. You get back up and it's mostly the knowledge of knowing that it is tough. So, now we're going to get into the actual points that I have been doing the past year and in my younger years. And one of the things, and by the way, this is in no particular order. All of these are um, in different times of my life whenever I felt like that is exactly what I needed to do. So it's in no particular order. Just take it as you need. And hopefully these tips do actually help you as well. 
So one of the tips is being honest with God about how I feel. Now, that's really something difficult. And over the year, I've learned that how I am with other people also is how I am with the Lord. So I have this huge issue with learning how to be open and vulnerable with people. It might not seem that way because I do tend to share, but that's when I have already processed it. That's when it's no longer painful. That's when it's I've already gone through the pain and the trouble alone that I get to share a lot of the things that I do share. So I was doing the same thing with the Lord. And I remember listening to GYC 2021, I believe, and Callie Burchara was talking about how it's important to be open and honest with God when we speak to him about certain things. Like if you're mad at him, you, you have to tell him, Lord, I'm mad at you right now. And um, I want to be mad at you right now, but please change my heart. You know, something like that. That's just being honest with God. And in your honesty, you're giving him the opportunity to dig into your heart and to do the surgery that is needed that you cannot do for yourself. Which brings me to a point that I would like to make that sometimes we try to, you know, take action and to do everything on our own thinking that our relationship with the Lord is mostly conducive to us. Yes, we do have a part to play in our relationship with God, but in the end, it's God doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. And that's a lot of it. So if you feel like you cannot speak, God sees it. There's a Bible verse that talks about it. And that Bible verse that I'm talking about and referencing is in Romans 8 verse 26 and 27. And it says, in the same way, the spirit helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So if you feel like there is nothing for you to tell the Lord right now, claim that promise in the Bible, Romans 8 verse 26 to 27, and know that the Holy Spirit is using words for you that you don't even have for yourself. And that's something that I think about sometimes and it's very, very beneficial and hopeful to me and gives me a little bit of peace that when I don't have anything to say to him, even though I want to be honest with him, God knows what I'm feeling and he's communicating that and he understands. So that's very comforting. The next tip that I want to share with you guys is to journal. Journaling is such a huge and important part in someone's spiritual walk. I don't even know we under we fully understand how important it is because it helps in many different ways. One, it helps with you being honest with God. Sometimes when you don't even know how to process whatever what you're thinking, writing it down helps you to write um basically see what you didn't know what you were thinking in a weird way. If you've journaled before, I think you know what I'm talking about. It's kind of like poetry. Sometimes you don't know how to convey it in a way that's understandable, but then poetry gives you similes and metaphors to what you're feeling. And that's what journaling does in many cases. But then journaling also helps you to see how the Lord has led you in the past. So for example, let's say you were going through a hard time with let's say fertility and then two years from now you have a baby so in five years when you're going back through your journals and you're reading all the things that you were praying for talking to God about processing you see how much you've grown but you also see all the different miracles that God has done for you in the different seasons of your life so journaling really really is important 
And it helps you not to feel so alone. It helps you to see that the Lord has been working all this time when you felt like he was not listening. And all the no's that he gave you ended up being for your good. So if you're going into a situation right now, you may feel like God is not listening to you. Journaling really helps you to understand that. Even though you see that it's not making sense, you know that in the future it will. And it gives you the push to keep forward that the Lord is good to you, even though it seems like everything is bad. And you don't, you don't, it helps you to cushion the feeling that the Lord hates you if you've ever felt that way. So journaling is definitely one of the top tips that I have to keep your relationship strong with God. My next tip is to read even if it's one verse. I know sometimes it can be very difficult to read a whole devotional. So God sees and understands it. Do the little bit that you can. Read one verse in the morning if that's what is going to help you and meditate on that. What I have found is that when I have felt um, weak in my relationship with the Lord, that one verse that I read is what's carrying me. That one verse is exactly what I needed and... I think that the Lord does that on purpose to keep you and to make you feel that he's there for you. And he's done that for me. And I want the same for you. I do know that the Lord speaks to us in his word. That's exactly what the word is all about. So when you don't feel like reading a whole book for the day or a whole chapter or several chapters, just reading that one verse can make such a huge difference between you leaving the church, you leaving your relationship with God, and you staying, you persevering in your relationship with the Lord. My other tip is to listen to instrumental hymns. But let me say exactly why I say instrumental hymns. Sometimes we are in such chaos that listening to so many different instruments in our gospel or Christian contemporary is not necessarily providing any peace to your soul. God says, be still and know that I am God. And sometimes when you're listening to that uh, harp hymn or a piano hymn or that clarinet hymn or something like whatever other instrument, it provides such peace in your soul that is very much often incomparable. It's not to say don't listen to your gospel or your Christian contemporary, but for me, I have found that when I'm in this stage of chaos in my life, I need something to bring the opposite. I don't want all this extra noise. I want peace. Sometimes though, with the Christian contemporary and the gospel, what you need from those songs are the lyrics. So I'm not saying don't go and listen to what you feel led to listen. But my tip for what we're talking about right now is to go and listen to an instrumental hymns and that will bring a lot of peace to your life. Now, the next tip is taking walks in nature. It's kind of like the previous tip I just gave about listening to instrumental hymns. Taking walks in nature is bringing back to your roots, basically. God did create us to be in a garden and being connected in nature is a vital part to our spiritual walk. I don't care what nobody says. Being in nature is very important. So let's say you're taking a walk in the mountains or taking a walk near the lake or the river or in your property or whatever it is. You're giving God the chance or you're giving yourself the chance to be quiet and still for God to speak to you. And when I say taking a walk in nature, I guess you could have headphones in and just contemplate uh, the mountains or the views that you are doing. But what I would recommend is if you're going to be in nature, be fully present in nature, right? So if you're going to take a walk, 
do go with your phone, please, because I don't want anything bad happening to you and they don't know where to find you. Do go with your phone, but just unplug. Don't spend your time scrolling on Instagram while you're on your walk. Look at what's outside. Look at the nature. Look at the snow. I don't know if it, if you like to walk when it's snowing. Listen to the birds. Look at the sky. Be present and open to listening to God speaking to you. I used when I was when it was really tough for me, I used to take a lot of walks and those were really really nice. Another thing that I did on my walks, I journaled at some point during my walk so I would have my my uh, my water my notebook my pen and when I found a table at some point after my walk or during my walk I would journal and then keep walking and that was such a nice beneficial thing and actually I have a journal entry that I wrote um not too long ago maybe August yes def- August and I had several different prayers of things that were burdening burdening my heart. And the Lord has answered them, not completely, but I just see how God used that time that I spent in, in prayer with him through nature and uh, journaling. And he has honored that time to listen to my prayer. So I would say take walks in nature or do nature activities be present in nature and open yourself to hearing what the Lord has to say to you. One of the most important in the list, I mean, everything is important, but this tip I don't think should be skipped at all. And that is to listen to other people's testimonies. First of all, when you're listening to someone else's testimony, you're like, wow, God, you did that for them. You can definitely do that for me. And sometimes, depending on the magnitude of what you are going through, sometimes we can place ourselves in pity parties and just engulf ourselves in misery and the negativity of this world. But there are so many people who have gone through greater things, not to minimize what you are going through. But then when you're listening to how much someone has suffered or gone through and how the Lord has brought them through, you're just like, wow, OK, let me take a let me take a positive aspect or approach in my situation. If God can do it for them, he could do it for me. And my situation, although it is hurting me right now. I can look at the brighter side. I can stop focusing on myself and focus on someone else. It really does a number on your spiritual walk for the better. It help, It strengthens your relationship with God, your faith, your outlook, and it, and encourages you to keep going, to keep pushing. You never know what a testimony can do for you. Like I'm slightly addicted to listening to testimonies. I just love them. I always look... Saturdays are my favorite days to listen to testimonies and throughout the day, throughout the week, like when I'm driving, I have a favorite podcast. I love Adventist Frontier Missions podcast. I listen to Leslie Ludy's podcast. I go on YouTube and just watch whatever testimonies there are that are interesting to me. And another one that I recently got myself into, it's a YouTube podcast but it's this is it's like a live show but it's Leilani Leilani Langdon she's the host you guys you should definitely check her out on YouTube I think I talked about her before on the podcast but you should definitely check her out she has some dope 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 testimonies on her on her uh, uh on her platform 
And her testimonies, the testimonies that I've listened to were so enriching, so powerful. And I know that God is working on people's lives. Like there was this lady who was trafficked. Yo, some of her stories, I was just like, people really go through stuff like this? Like, wow. Or this lady, she ended up getting a stroke. Just, oh, some of these stories, how this lady, she left residency, became a stay-at-home mom, and God brought them through a whole bunch of different spiritual journeys. God is working. We just sometimes don't see it. So when we see it in other people's lives, it strengthens us, emboldens us. It gives us the push to keep going in our walk with the Lord, because even though it seems dark right now, there's going to be a bright story in the end. Like Joseph's, like he was a, the youngest boy. Well, besides until besides Benjamin, he was the second youngest boy with the bright color on coats. His brother did not like him. They sold him into slavery. He went through slavery. Um, he became very good that his boss basically gave him a promotion. His boss's wife tried to trap him. He went to jail. He stayed in jail for a very long time. The king had dreams. He interpreted the dreams. Now he became Zaphonoph Panea or the prime minister or the second in command that story sounds very horrible if you look at it from the mid-beginning all the way to, to towards the end. Like, it sounds like a whole hot mess. But then the end of the story is like, dude, ain't nobody could have thought about this outcome. You know what I mean? So if God could do it for Joseph, he can do it for you. And that's on 100, okay? So listen to other people's testimonies. Listen. It's going to do so much good to you. The last and final tip that I have for you ladies is this. Have a good support system, y'all. Ladies, you need at least one person to help you when you're going through something. That might just be your therapist. Sometimes you are in a situation where there is literally no one to talk to, right? Ask God to send someone to be there for you. That could be your church family. That could be your husband, your boyfriend, your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your therapist, whoever it is, you need someone to be there for you. And there's actually a verse that talks about that. Actually, the verses that I talked about are, I, we talked about in the last episode. And that's in Ecclesiastes 4, more specifically verses 9 10, 11, and 12. And I'll read them and it says, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Community is very important, ladies. You are not an island. So if you're in a situation where you feel like your relationship with the Lord is waning, it is time for you to hold on to God even stronger, but also find, strive to find that community to help you grow. So to recap, your relationship with God is going to be tough. Understand that and understanding that will keep you in the game when you feel like your relationship is falling behind. I just want to say that all of these tips, although they are good, they're 
it's only going to work if you allow God to do the work for you, okay? Open your heart. Ask him, invite him to come into your heart or to come into the situation, to take control, to take over. And it's going, you're giving him the legal rights to do for you what you cannot do for yourself, right? So yes, it can be tough. Your relationship with God can be tough, but understand that. Have that understanding so that when things do get tough, you understand this is life. Let me keep moving forward. Just like if I have a disagreement with my sister, my mother, my brother, or whoever it is that you have a relationship with. Number one, be honest with God and how you feel. Tell him exactly how you feel. Journal. Write the vision. Make it plain, honey. Habakkuk 2. And then... Number three is read, even if it's one verse. When you feel like you don't want to read the whole Bible, a whole devotional, read one verse. Number four, listen to instrumental hymns. That brings peace. If you want to listen to um, your other Christian music or motivational song or whatnot, that's good too. But in order to for me, from what I've learned, hymns bring a different dimension of peace that you may need before you even adventure into anything stronger. Number five, take walks in nature. Number six, listen to other people's testimonies. And finally, have a good support system. If you don't have one, pray for one and God will give you one. So ladies, those are my seven steps, my seven tips, my seven points to build a strong relationship with God. I hope those tips were beneficial for you. If you found that they were beneficial, please do share them with someone, another lady that you may feel will benefit her. You can follow Ladies Alcove on Instagram. If you would like to email me, you can email me at ladiesalcove at gmail.com or you can even send me DMs. I'll reply to them. Let's keep the conversation going and I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.